Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore. And sitting next to me is... Chris Wee! Welcome back. Hey, he's here. How are you? I'm doing dandy. How about yourself? I'm great, man. I'm fantastic. Yeah. Good. Got a little shorter breath on that one. That's all right. Yeah. I mean, you say a lot of stuff up top. <laughs> I, I just kind of sit there for a while like, man, he, he pulls a lot more weight than me. That's not an insult at your weight. Thank you literally, God. I mean, you talk a lot more. I do. But, uh, up top. Up top. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I got to give all the people the information. I got to let them know what uh, whenever they <laughs> listen to it, it's totally fine. Or watch. 100%. 100%. And my name is Chris Weir. That's the only thing I pretty much tell you. That's it. And That's then I'm here. <laughs> honestly, that is truly all they need to know. So 100%. It's fine. It's good. It's okay. Uh, how was your how was your week? Uh, it was uh, it was good. We went to a game together. It was really nice. Saw a uh, decent amount of hits. It was fun. Uh, a whole bunch of uh, Friends out there watching a, a fun game. Yeah, we watched a dub, baby. Yeah, it was a nice one too. Connor Phillips won. That was a real. We'll get in that later, but dude, that was one of the most impressive outings that uh, I've got to watch look this at, year. Yeah, look at this guy. What a great tease, right? That Teasing was, it up. God, I'm so fucking proud. I know I've gotten better at this. Wow, that was incredible. <laughs> Fuck, it's so nice. Yeah, it uh, was. Uh, it was a fun one. You had a bunch of friends from Seattle. In, I didn't did. You? I had mm-hmm. Seattle, Boise, Portland. Just representing all over, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, it was Lucas's bachelor party from 2020. Mm-hmm. We went and saw the national that the homecoming festival. Mm-hmm. So fantastic! Uh, they played for five hours. Dang, over two nights. Pretty great. I got too much merch because that's what I do. And uh, it was. You're wearing some right now. I am. It's a very cool hoodie. A very melty, sad dad in here. It caught my eye as soon as you walked in. Yeah, it's very good. They did such a great job. And uh, then they snuck an album out on us. Oh, man. And you didn't miss on that, I'm sure? God, no. I had had my inside sources on that one. And uh, you stole it, didn't you? I stole it at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, what are you gonna do? Yeah, well, at gunpoint, I mean, I just put my hand in my shirt and I went, Come on, this is a gun. Yeah, I promise it's a gun. Yeah, it was just like, a cheese hoagie, though. <laughs> they don't check. Yeah, I pulled it out, it's just a cheese coney. <laughs> yeah, mm, yeah, this gun, yeah, this clock's tasty. <laughs> so, yeah, it was uh, it was great. And then we all went to the game on Monday, and then uh, I went again last night. Mm-hmm. Then had to this pesky thing called work. Couldn't go today. Bummer. It was such a bummer. So yeah, man, it was awesome. It was. Uh, it, it couldn't have lived up to the hype more. After we waited three years for this festival to happen, well, combined five years because they did it in eighteen, mm-hmm. and they're like, "We're bringing it back in 2020. And We're like, "Yeah," and then it didn't because of the, that thing that happened. So mm-hmm. it was great, man. It was awesome. It was great. It was a great weekend. Lots of drinking. Lots of malort. Lots of people going, oh, how do you drink that? I'm like, easily. I chased a shot of whiskey with a shot of malort. Oh, you are disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That just uh, that made my stomach upset. It started to flip around again. <laughs> well, well I, you can, I have to bring up, uh, if, if we have malort, it has to go with a cheese coney. Mm-hmm. So, of course. Yeah. but Still uh, trying to kick loose some onions there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, uh, on Sunday night, we got late night White Castle. Oh yeah! Oh man, I miss White Castle. It's been a minute, but like, I won't be able to do it justice like I used to. What do you mean? Because I used to like when we used to get really drunk, like back like in early twenties, uh, you know, and you can just eat like so much more. I couldn't imagine ordering like the go-to order we used to do. Uh, Lauren and I, I would get like a bunch of jalapeno cheeseburgers. Ooh. I would definitely go uh, with the or jalapeno sliders and get the uh, cheese sticks. Have to get the mozzarella cheese sticks. Ooh. I would get marinara for pretty much everything. Uh, go with the chicken rings, fries. Um, I'm definitely forgetting something. What else? Is, 
I was, the chicken rings. Onion petals? Did you get onion petals too? No, I didn't get those. But oh. like, it was just a ton of stuff. Like, I couldn't even imagine eating the amount of food. Dude, between the four of us, we got a Crave case. Yeah. Half regular cheese, half jalapeno cheese. Oh, my God. Two orders of fries and a 12-pack of onion rings. Yeah. Between the four of us, that was dinner and breakfast. It is so... Dude, they have a good breakfast, too. Don't sleep on that. Dude, don't even get me started. That sandwich <laughs> they have, it's a waffle, chicken, little chicken patty, and then it's gravy with bacon, and then another little waffle. Mm-hmm. Fuck me up, fam. It's so goddamn good. Nice tater tots. Good coffee. Great coffee. Don't sleep on Waffle House. <laughs> White, White Castle. You can sleep in a Waffle House, though. You really can. You and can. that's the place where you can bring your, your Cody gun. <laughs> My Cody gun's encouraged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't conceal and carry. Just carry. <laughs> Just carry it on in here, brother. Uh, yeah. Uh, God, it, it's so funny you brought up. Uh, uh, White Castle coffee. Yeah. Because today pregame they showed Luke Maley's like thing go- where he's like where they go from their house to the ballpark. Yeah. He always stops at White Castle and gets the coffee. Interesting. He's like, don't don't fuck with it. Like it's great. Don't judge me until you've done it. And the was like, yeah, dude, this is a Midwest hack. We all know. Yeah. No, it's really good. I do like it. It's excellent coffee. Excellent, excellent coffee. But you know, you know who's probably had White Castle coffee and needs it every morning or afternoon? Uh, you say Kikuchi. Oh, yeah, that's an interesting one. <laughs> he, if you guys don't know the story, this happened yesterday. He, his neck cramped because he said um, he didn't get enough sleep the night before. Yeah, and what was uh, the amount of numbers he got? 11. <laughs> hours <laughs> and that was not enough not enough you know i need to sleep for more than half a day to properly function 13 to 14 hours a night and this is coming from a guy starting pitcher works once every five days <laughs> he's really leaned into it yeah dude i don't understand how you can do that i mean is he a young dude is he like early 20s i'm assuming he's like 27 28 if Ooh, you let me guess i was gonna give him the benefit of the doubt of like oh he's probably just like 21 or something because like man i remember trying to wake up early 20s it was rough you yeah know, i'd sleep in a good amount but uh in your late 20s at that point there's a condition going on there you just maybe look into a, a cpap i'm not sure if you're laying in bed that long and you still don't feel rested you're not sleeping right no you're not Get a new it. mattress that'd be a great thing for like a certa situation to jump in be like hey you know what neck cramp not getting the sleep you need we'll get you down to eight hours we'll get you down we'll get you down buddy mm-hmm. we'll get it fixed he's 32 yeah he's 32 and sleeps 13 to 14 hours funny you bring up serta mattresses because Mm -hmm. we just released a shirt that says uh kikuchi mattress company Uh. guaranteed 14 hours of sleep oh that's perfect it's so good it's fantastic uh you can get that at in the clutch.com promo code nasty boys all caps 10 percent off but dude 14 out like I, i was talking to somebody today about it like I don't even get 14 hours of sleep in a weekend. No, that's really difficult. I don't think I... I don't get eight hours. No. No, if I do, that's that's pretty decent. But I, I don't think I get eight, eight hours. No, I get... Uh, during the week, it's like six. Yeah? Do you ever do naps? Do you fuck oh. with naps? Oh, I fuck heavy with naps. Oh, man. Every once in a while, those creep up on you. You got this day plan. All of a sudden, you'll just catch you like, oh, am I lying down on the couch right now? <laughs> like, is this happening? <laughs> oh, God. The blanket's coming up on me? No oh, way. goodness. I don't normally lie down like this, but... <laughs> And then, bam, you're done. It just kind of sneaks up on you. It's over. Then the rest of your Saturday's gone. Yeah, but those are the ones you live for. Those are great naps. Oh, because then you're like, I, we got plans this evening. We're going to go out to dinner. We're going to hit a few bars. We're going to rage like we used to. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, oh, no, I have the Amazon remote. Oh, oh are my jeans coming off? What's <laughs> going on? No. <laughs> oh, I'm putting back on my fart pants. Oh, I'm about to have the best night ever. Oh, no. <laughs> Movie marathon in my brain. Click. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. But has he? I mean, he must. His life must revolve around sleep. Absolutely, like you said, that's half the day. More than now, thirteen, fourteen. That yeah, that's uh, that's up there. Do you think maybe they should put him on Zoloft? 
He sounds sad. Yeah, there's something going on there. Like there's he has like some internal tremors happening at night, I'm sure. He's battling demons. There's he's not getting a good night rest. I I'm certain of that. There's something happening to where he's like his body's like, we need we can't move. <laughs> Look, we didn't do it right. We screwed up somewhere along the way. His brain chemistry is all all off. All, all fucking so bad. Yeah. I mean he he always looks tired. Yeah, well that's a bummer. Yeah, they need to look into it. Well, this- put him on the DL for for, for sleepies. He's tired. <laughs> the sixty nap IL. <laughs> he's got, he's got uh, eye boogers. We need to look into it. The Sandman came and got him. <laughs> Man, I wish I, dude. Now this makes me wish I tried harder at baseball so that I could just sleep my early thirties away. Yeah, and it's just like all you're just like, dude, I'm just getting better at my job. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm prepping. Oh, I don't I'm not I'm not gonna just put, you know, Japanese baseball players into a box with this statement. But Shohei Otani said that his favorite hobby is sleep. Was that a bento box, by the way? <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry. I was holding back on that. This is one of those things like it just turns into something. if I don't get it out. <laughs> oh, that's great. I know. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Oh, I was going to be... Never mind. Now now I can't... I definitely am not going to say that one. But, (laughs) man, bento box. It's pretty great. All these little fluffy pillows. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Night, night. Uh, But, yeah, Shoei said his hobby is sleep. That's pretty cool. So, which means this guy's professional gig is sleep, and then his hobby pays, Mm -hmm. which is just pitching once every five days. Not a bad life. It's pretty awesome. I take it. I'm into it. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm really into it. Let's let's uh, let's transition from someone who sleeps a lot to someone who's been asleep at the plate. Okay, we can talk about Come him. On, I like on. that. That's pretty Come nice. On. That was really good. I'm mm-hmm. really proud of that. He's not on the pillows at all. <laughs> oh, no, he's not. He should be on the pine. Yeah. Uh, he was today. We haven't. We didn't touch on it last week, and I think we did it because we've been overly optimistic and we've been very careful talking about this person, and we want to be nice. We want to be excited. Because everyone in baseball, he came back, he was up here, and it's like, oh, man, we love this guy. And then no one's talked about him, and then some people locally have talked about him, and now it's national saying he's a bust. Not going to go that far, but Ellie De La Cruz should not be in the starting lineup for the Cincinnati Reds every day. Yeah, for the remainder of the year, Ellie, he just he's in some sort of funk. He needs to uh, figure out what's going on. Uh, clearly, he's lost. He's not the player that we haven't seen any of the uh, flashes of the brilliance that we saw, you know, string together like on a day to day basis uh, yeah. before. So he's lost. Uh, when the other players around him uh, are doing well, uh, Marte, CES. You know, have them in there, but yeah, for right now, he's not helping himself out. He's lost at the plate and defensively. Defensively, I mean, it's just it's a nightmare. Let's start with let's start with the the thing that we can easily quantitate, which is him at the plate. Since September first, he has sixty eight plate appearances with nine hits, one sixty one, two ninety nine, one seventy nine. With a strikeout rate of 30.9% and an isolated batting average of 0.018. That's That's, horrific. That's bad. Yeah. You know how many home runs he's had in that span, too? Zero. Mm. One double. The only thing good here is six stolen bases. That's the only good thing. But he was caught stealing twice as well. Right. So he even looks uh, out there. Another place where he should be dominant. It's just not happening. It, it isn't. It, it, well, that's also it's saying that's if he gets on base. True. And then, you know, caught twice. six. So he's six for eight. Pretty good average at, this, at that clip. But that means he's also just not getting on. I mean, it's just... He's so confused. Yeah, definitely. I do think it's mostly like a a mental situation. And we've talked about this before uh, at the plate. He is a tall, lengthy dude. So he does have to do a bit more to get his bat through the zone. But his top half, especially, is moving around so much. Like, it's difficult enough just to hit a professional, you know, fastball anyways. But add on to the fact that his head is moving around. You're not going to be able to do anything with that. So it's going to be like a, a retool for what's going on. And he's yeah. going to need to sit down with coaches and figure out uh, what his swing needs to look like. Yeah, what did I say yesterday when, or on Monday when we were at the game? He's, he looks like that old tree in your backyard. 
Oh, yeah. You're just worried, like, oh, God, he's going to take out the roof. Oh, God. Because his feet are planted. He keeps swaying around, but not like he's just bending, but not breaking. No. And, and like, look, I I don't know. I've I've never played baseball at a professional level. But one thing I do know is what I'm seeing. And I'm seeing that he is hacking away at everything low. And then when it gets to a 2-2 count, 1-2 count, and someone just, you know, throws even a slider or a changeup, down the middle of the plate, he frees it. Or he kicks his butt out like it just came inside by about like eight inches or so when it still was comfortably in on the plate. It was he's lost up there and it's trickling out to defense. Uh, not oh my god, playing the ball. The ball is playing him. He's having his glove, you know, back. He's taking out my furniture. It's terrible. <laughs> He's, his swing is so erratic, it's taking down your shelves. Exactly, man. You're knocking down all... I got all these beams that are falling down here, Ellie. Come on, man. Get your swing in order. Figure it out. Since August 1st... Oh, this is even worse. 185, 279, 321. 35.3 strikeout rate. Four errors in the field. I mean, and that's generous, those errors, because there's some that were at home where they didn't call. Like, he mm. just... It was, a clo- it was just outside enough... They, mm-hmm. they didn't call it an error. They just called it a hit. It, he's just it is the transfer into his from the glove to the hand. It's just erratic. Even a shallow fly ball when you think he was going to be he could have the speed to run out to center field mm-hmm. and catch it. Now he's just tepid, mm-hmm. going in a little bit outside of 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 just the grass, uh, outside of the dirt. I yeah. apologize. Yeah, it's weird. He's not getting. He's letting the ball play him. Uh, he's just not really doing fundamentals. It definitely does seem like there's something. Like he's just not in it the way he was previously. So, uh, and as far as like a lot of the other stuff uh, that you're seeing, like a lot on the social media, people are like hammering on him. Uh, like it was Barstool Sports put out a thing where they're just like, uh, you know, we way overhyped him, and we uh, he's not the player. With it's like these people know nothing about what they speak of when it comes to Ellie. They don't know. They haven't watched like his tools. They don't understand the type of athlete that he is. This is something that is an abnormality from the style of play that he's used to what we've seen in a short sample size for his career at this point. So people that are just, I mean, that was, it was clearly clickbait, you know, and it, and it worked. It worked I, on you. Yeah, it definitely did. Um, it fired me right up. I responded. <laughs> and but, now you're yelling into my phone about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to come get you, <laughs> David Portnoy. You speak ill of our pizza. Yeah, oh yeah, you come after the roses with me. How about that? Yeah. And then you're going to have a Sky Rosa with me. You're going to... You're going to probably give it a 6.3. Yeah, you're going to have a chili gun in your face, buddy. How about that? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You eat this. Yeah. Eat it. Eat it. Is that mustard on the barrel? <laughs> no, it's hot sauce. Oh, no, daddy. <laughs> daddy. Um, but no, I mean, this is something that we talked about all the way leading up to him coming up here was his strikeout rate mm-hmm. and that he was free swinging. And his first AB in the bigs was a walk. And we were all like, okay, he's gotten patient. It's because he was feeling himself. He got up here. He's confident. Mm-hmm. And since it's a mental thing and he's completely lost all confidence... That's not an easy thing to repair, and you just can't send him back down to AAA. No, you can't. You can't do that. No, and especially too. I mean, like, what are you going to do now? Send him back down to AAA? It's it's just not a feasible thing. No, it's just for the uh, temporary situation. First of all, he's fine. I, I'm not concerned with him, but for right now, him being in the regular lineup, it shouldn't happen. He should be used uh, for pinch running situations, yep. and potentially, you know, you know, in a bat here and there. But it's not. He, he can't be the, the starter for right no. now. No, especially when you've got <clears throat> Novi Marte, who has been on fire, mm-hmm. and you've got McLean coming back, who can play short and second. Mm-hmm. So your everyday lineup has to include the bats of Marte, CES, and McLean, which he'll be coming back very soon. But when you've got those dudes... And India, and then obviously Dad, you play him every day until the end... And, and that's your infield. Yeah. That, that that with a guy hitting this poorly, and you're in a in the chase to get a wild card spot. You can't you can't give away as many outs as he does in a game right now. Correct. Uh, both at the plate and defensively, like you yeah. just can't do it at this point. We got what eight games left. Yeah. Monday he struck out twice. Booted a or, ball. No, or three times. He struck out three times on Monday. Oh man. Yeah, I do remember him booting a ball that was just you know. At, should have had it easily. 
Yep. It's just like he just he just tried to pull back and he missed it. Yeah, he's coming back. He's trying to. He seems like he's finessing. He seems like he goes in and out of overly focusing and just trying to think when it was mostly like a natural thing and just kind of being in the zone and then overly thinking. Like I think he's overly thinking sometimes on def. He goes back in and out. You know, right. I, yep. I don't really know, but it doesn't seem like uh, he in between the ears it's working right now. No, and and it sucks. That's not just like a. 10-day IL, like, ah, oh, yeah, his oblique's going to be fine or something. It's just, it's something he's going to have to address and fix in the offseason, mm-hmm. and he's just going to have to get built back up, and he has the, the physical tools. It's just sharpening that mind, and and like we have said this whole year, he is a 21-year-old guy. Mm-hmm. When you when you were 21, you got pretty sad. Yeah, I got sure. pretty bummed out about little shit. Yeah. And he's, he- he's doing it at a professional level. Playing baseball in front of thousands of people, and we're all watching him and criticizing him about it. You know, we're I'm doing it right now. Yeah, I'm criticizing you know? him for free. Yeah, for free, buddy. Yeah, we don't get paid. <laughs> you get paid. But uh, no, we do it out of love. We do uh, absolutely see the talent that he has, and it is going to be an off-season situation thing. And I think too, mm-hmm. just having the time to mentally relax and kind of process, you know, all this stuff that's happened to him. Uh, I think he'll come back so much better. I mean, obviously you have to. He's in a you know weird spot right now. But I think in the offseason he'll get some work and help with uh, the coaches, figure out what's going on with his swing, get back in the you know the good mental groove that he was in, and get back you know to the Ellie just being Ellie. Now here's something I didn't put in here that I just thought about. Yeah, I think if he keeps playing like this, mm-hmm. this doesn't make Jonathan India expendable. No. It doesn't because you need a real vet to keep leading these guys if you're losing dad. If you're losing Joey Votto, who's your who's your captain of the infield at that point? I, I don't get it twisted. All of those dudes are gonna be there next year, uber talented. Mm-hmm. But India's then you're going to become your your leader. Mm-hmm. Which then you have CES at first. Um that's t- okay. So then you have Indy at second, McLean at short, Elliot third. I don't know how. Wait, hold on. No, 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 no. CS at first, McLean at second, not Marte at short, and then Elliot third, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because we're not going to have Votto. No, and Steers in left, and mm-hmm. TJ's in center, Fraley's in right, or. You go out and you sign a big fucking power bet. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that season end. Um, but yeah. So yeah, that's that's going to be the guy who's going to anchor. That's the guy who you depend on every day to go out and get these boys to rally together. Lead by example, which he's not doing. We'll get to that later. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Doesn't mean, okay. Yeah. We covered it. There's a, there's a lot of stuff, and you know we could go on forever. And I I'm not even sure at all the stuff that we we've even covered or have gone over twice or several times as far as discussing Ellie. But uh, it's an yeah. off season situation. He'll get it fixed. I'm not really that concerned, except yeah. it's happening at the final handful of games where it's yeah. immensely immensely important. Yeah, and you kind of really wish he could just step up. Hopefully, we talk enough shit that we did it for long enough. That he like goes, yeah, but fuck you guys. And then he turns it on, like we do with everybody. Worked with Will Benson. Worked out great. You know who it did not work for? Will Myers. Remember that guy? Man, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we went too harsh on him. Nah, he's, he's, no, he's doing fine. He's doing fine. He's doing a great job checking people out at Target. Yeah, and pissing on his hands back there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't need to wear batting gloves at Target either. <laughs> <laughs> but they do, well, actually, not Target, Walmart, where Walmart. They, encourage, they encourage you to pee on your hands there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's or in the hunting help section. You do it. Yeah, <laughs> he'll help you. Yeah. Here, come here. You need some, uh, some buck spray? Come here. I got some right here. Just pulls his apron <laughs> up. He doesn't even pull his pants out. He just pulls the apron up. <laughs> he's got like the little uh, sticker on there. You scan <laughs> all the little numbers he's got under his ball sack <laughs> you scan and you check out you know what i mean <laughs> god damn that's so fucking gross uh who was really gross today was hunter green dude nasty he was so gross he was so disgusting seven innings pitched what one run three hits 14 k's yeah and he got the first like 10 like super quick it seemed like it happened really fast <sighs> And it wasn't like he was getting into high counts. He was going after dudes. Yeah, man. 
and he was just tunneling perfectly. Yeah, he had it work, and he had like what almost like an equal split between sliders, four seamers, and has been mixing in like the changeup every once in a while. But yeah. dude, just had that one, you know, kind of you know one pitch. It seems to be like the story of like a lot of the pitchers. But dude, he was looking amazing. Just one mistake, and it ended up in the in the seats. But you can you can go like you can just see after that last start he had in New York, where he had five and two thirds. Uh, three earned runs, four hits, a walk in six Ks, which was way better than the last performance mm-hmm. when he got back over off the getting over COVID. So like you could see him starting to build up. I didn't ever think we'd see history that quick, but holy fucking cow! Talk about a guy who we were saying has ace potential. He fucking showed it today. Yeah, that was the most strikeouts in over twenty years. Yeah, uh, in the Reds organization. Yeah. And he's like the youngest to do it, uh, or like third youngest to do it, something along those lines. I mean, that's just whenever somebody wants to bring up Hunter Green's contract to me and the extension, be like, oh, no, you didn't earn it. I'm going to point to today and say this is buying stock early yeah. instead of waiting and when it's rising. Yeah. You know how much more it would cost if we waited for him to like start like peaking? It's, it's stupid. This isn't even his like peak. Oh yeah, yeah, like you see his rise coming now, but like yeah, he's had the stuff like early that that scouts picked out, and like you get to see it work out uh, in the game today. God, it was awesome. So uh, pitch pitchless said this about uh, about his start uh, over the weekend. They're like, imagine if he developed a cutter, and I was like, fucking yes. Yeah, dude, a fastball that like moves in on the hands of people that could be pretty tight. God, that'd be. Imagine that you have to deal with. A fastball that's coming in, it's got a touch of movement, but it's going 100. Then you got a changeup that comes in at 83, or sorry, a a slider that just drops at 83, and then a 95 mile an hour cutter that just comes right in on you. That's game set match. Dude, that's devastating. And that's, it's not like he has to learn like a changeup or a slider that's going to be like a bit more difficult. A cutter seems to be like it spreads like herpes, like around (laughs) like, uh, you know, the the clubhouse. (laughs) You know, one guy had it and then he showed another dude. (laughs) (laughs) He he took him behind the dugout and all of a sudden all the starters got it. Come on, Hunter. And the next thing you know, the, all the bullpens got the sweeper. <laughs> oh, no. Don't get me started on the sweeper. Don't get me sweeper. Developing blisters on your index finger in no time. <laughs> tell you what, I, I started throwing the sweeper, and that, that antibiotics didn't knock it out. I'll tell you that. Yeah, now I'm blind. <laughs> now I'm, I'm blind. Where is it? I, I just sense where home is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, yeah, dude, great. he'd be devastated. Even is... more so in tonight. 14 oh, strikeouts. Oh, my God. 14 Ks. 14 Ks. 14 Ks, and look, we can look at that and go, why didn't he go back out in the eighth? You know, he was cruising. He could have, he even said himself after, I could have pitched this whole game. I wanted to go for the complete game. You can't look back on it and say, yeah, that's what I would have done. No, you fucking wouldn't have. It was 96 pitches. Yeah, and also you're thinking about like how many more starts that he has. We're down to eight games, I believe. Mm -hmm. So you're thinking about, you're really wanting to think about all the innings, all the pitches. And when you have Alexis Diaz in your bullpen, I was so confident when he came in. I was like, it's lights out. Yep. He hasn't blown a save this year. Yeah. Until today. Until today. I was looking at it. I was looking at it and going, all right, you've got Etain rested. You've got Alexis Diaz rested. And if need be, Sam Maul is rested. Mm-hmm. Your three best relievers who have been nails, ready to roll. And then... Nope. Mm-hmm. I mean, that tag that Senzel had at third was fucking asinine. David Bell should not have moved Senzel to, to be a defensive replacement like that. Yeah, that's uh, that was a bummer. That was a bummer because that that helped continue. That's what got the rally moving. Is because then he got to third. They did the double steal at third. Mm-hmm. They've been running into some tough ones lately. I mean, this one was you know stings way more than the others. But uh, you know, just recently when Stevenson had like a, a home run robbed, and then Benson had one robbed, it seemed like man, these it seems like these teams are really trying to step up against us here. Yeah, and yeah, it's been uh, difficult. But this one, out of all the, the losses, I can't think of a more uh, upsetting one. Yeah, it's just just because we're running out of games. Yeah, running out of games and just how it happened the mechanics of it of just having the most you know your your ace in the, on the back end give up the uh, you know the win and it was it sucked you really thought this was in the bag i was just i was counting my my chickens before they hatch mhm there's the eggs 
What came first in the metaphor, the chicken or the egg? Come on. I don't even know. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was looking. I was like, six strikeouts, Red's money line. Mm -hmm. Feeling good. I bet five bucks to win $5.11. Let's fucking go. And then that shit, I was like, God damn it. Yeah, that was rough. It's just, oh, rough. Woof. Uh, I I still got some more. I wouldn't have done anything different. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have. I I wouldn't have done anything different except for Senzel at third. That's the only thing I would have done different. The bullpen has been the most uh, reliable bet this year. So I would not, Mm -hmm. I I didn't disagree with it. I was like, man, I'd love to see him, but I get why he's doing it. And I don't think it's going to lose them the game. And Mm -hmm. then when I saw it, I was, I mean, we just just gave it up. It it wasn't anything beyond... uh, we dropped it. No, and the bullpen was in a 21 at the, well, at some point this week, earlier in the week, 21 straight innings without giving up a run. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen eventually. It's Yeah, that you, you can bend, but eventually you break. And the, I thought that they were they, I thought they got it all the way last night mm-hmm. with that. Oh, what an awful game. They got it all out of the way. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, all right, take the rubber match. And it was just all leading up. And then, yeah. Fuck. Felt that same momentum too. And then we just hit a brick wall. God. And that brick wall turned into a goddamn cliff. <laughs> and then that cliff, we fell off of it and we drowned in the Ohio River. Oh, yep. It was horse shit. Mm-hmm. But um, Abbott's last start, I mean, three and two thirds, two earned runs, six hits, three walks, five Ks. His control is toast. And I think we're just going to keep saying it until the season's over and he gets maybe a little bit more rest. Uh, this is what we're going to keep seeing. Yeah, he's tired. Uh, it's very evident with his his velo, spin setting, all all the measurable things, especially control. And I mean, he even admits it too, like in so many words, that he just didn't have it, wasn't quite there, didn't get the results he wanted. Uh, but he still battles every. Yep. I, I do like seeing him come in. I do like an Abbott start, you know. But I do too. Yeah. But right now, it definitely feels like he's been past his threshold. And a lot of these guys are. Again, young, haven't played this many games in a year ever. Never pitched this much. Yep. So uh, this is just kind of one of those uh, growing pains. Yeah, and hopefully he can just be like, if he's just a touch better, uh, I think he's got St. Louis. If he's just a touch better, he could go five. And that's all we need from him mm-hmm. to get to the party. I think so, too. Uh, if he can just get five out of them, the bullpen, I don't think. You know, maybe that's the last time they go for run for the remainder of the year. Don't know. For the, for the end of the season. It's so nuts that it took until September 20th for Alexis Diaz to blow his first oh, save. I know. I know, man. It was it was devastating. It's today. awesome. It's awesome. Uh, Brandon Williamson didn't have a great outing either. But here's the thing. Four innings pitched, three earned runs, six hits, two walks. Here's my thing with the man. He hasn't gotten it together since having COVID, but I think on Sunday against the Pirates, he gets it together. I think that will be his game where he's he's back. He didn't pitch for 13 days mm-hmm. after being on fucking fire. Yeah, and uh, the last time I think it was, uh, one of his last outings, it seemed well, the last few of them that he had, it seems like okay, it's starting to click. All of a sudden, one thing happens and it just starts to derail him. Like he just loses his focus. Like it was the uh, the bulk call that he had or the disengagement. And all of a sudden, everything yes. after that just completely different pitcher. Yeah, and we'll have that situation. He's all over. He's all over the top and the bottom of the zone, and it and it seems like the way you know he's working left and down. It, it just to the control isn't there yet, and I I, I and his his velocity's down on all of his pitches. Oh, all of them. The whole fucking <laughs> top, to them. top, top to bottom. He's missing here. He's missing here. He's low here. He's high here. Uh, he's, 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 out, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. It's all over. <laughs> Dude, it's he, all over the news, baby. You're all over town. Ah, oh, read about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I think he'll. He's. I think he course corrects this weekend. I really do. Yeah, I think so too. I. I think this will be. I. I, I I'll, if you want to, if you want to, give you want to open up uh, your betting app, or if one of them wants to sponsor us, whatever it is, take the over on strikeouts. The line will probably be five and a half. If you made me guess, they might go. If they go four and a half, you take the over. But if it's five and a half, you take the over. If it's six and a half, you take the under. But he's having, he's he's gonna have a good fucking outing. That should be when I do that one bet thing. If we can uh, yeah. open up an account for me, maybe. I'll show you how to do yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then. Uh, our last starter to talk about from from the week, Connor fucking Phillips. Dude, that was an awesome game. What a beast! 
Yeah. First off, before we get into it, uh, he shaved his goatee. Good on you. That was a horrendous thing you had in your face. I'm glad you moved past it. <laughs> Good on you, because bad on you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Looks better off you. Yeah. Why do you wake up and you look at your face and go, you know what? Maybe I should put on cargo shorts. Yeah. That's not a hair do. That's a hair don't. No. <laughs> oh, facial hair. Facial. No, 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 no. No. Get away from me. Back up, buddy. Don't look at my kids, you perv. <laughs> I mean, it's just who? I mean, he just looked like a white trash Peter Pan. Exactly, he just looked like he had like some just like a beaver's asshole like surrounding his face. <laughs> it was just this hairy nonsense that you got at a trucker's gas station. He looks like he was just trying to be a 17th century French painter, yeah. but instead collects Mountain Dew cans. Yeah, a uh, fucking white trash Caravaggio. <laughs> Look it up. That was a proper reference. Wow, I think this is the only baseball podcast that has a Caravaggio reference. Exactly. And I'm so fucking proud. We're light and dark, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That is a real smooth check. Yeah, fuck yeah. Let's go Mets. There we go. Nice. Here we go. What is it now? 4-1? Fuck the fish. Yeah, unfortunately (laughs) we had the the D-backs win today. Uh, The Cubs also won, so Reds are... We're we're scoreboard watching here, folks. Yeah, we are. And how exciting is it? September oh, twentieth. Cr- Crubs didn't win. I'm sorry. I'm looking. Scoreboard watching, baby. I know. It's it's thrilling. It's great. So what really sucks tonight? What you pointed out is you said that Jake Berger went out. Right? Yeah. You know what tonight is? Five dollar Jake Berger night at the ballpark. <laughs> I was gonna say, was it Wander Franco kids hat night again? <laughs> Yeah, at man. At the Marlin Stadium. They can't have promotions anymore because they either get hurt or arrested. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Yeah, we can't give anything away because we end up giving away our players to law enforcement. Yeah, it ends up like uh, resulting in like a felony being brought up or something. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it turns out Jake Berger wasn't hurt. He was just dating a Big Mac. <laughs> he was just dating outside of uh, the species. That's all. <laughs> No big deal. Yeah. No big deal. But yeah, so it's just so exciting. Uh, but Connor Phillips was so great. Seven innings pitch, two earned runs, three hits, seven Ks. Oh, I, I mean, the guy, we talked about it last week. The guy has stuff. He just made two bad pitch, two bad pitches to two very good and hot baseball players. Mm-hmm. He faced a lineup that is not containing Julio Rodriguez and Teoscar Hernandez. And dear God, gas. Yeah, looking really good, and he was look. He was uh, coming at the hitters. He was going in. He was hitting spot. I mean, a, a little bit erratic at times, but he had good stuff. But that was an amazing outing that he had. Great tunneling, dude. Yeah. Hitting the top of the zone early, and then coming at you and dropping it in that same spot with the slider late, like that. That's, going after him. He's so I was talking with Jake about it. He's like, man, he's so close with his game plan. Like, he just needs one more little tweak and he's going to be elite. And I was like, I totally agree. But I also would say that was an elite start. It definitely was. <laughs> yeah. and an amazing time yeah. for it. And 93 pitches. Oh, man, that felt like such a fun. I, I was walking across the bridge uh, from Newport over to the stadium. Oh, it was such a nice, wonderful walk, and they're just taking it all in. It was like, man, this is a nice night for a playoff push. It, it, it was an amazing game, and Connor Phillips just uh, led that uh, led that win. He fucking shoved. Yeah, he did. He shoved. Then we had that bullpen game. Ben Lively. Oh, boy. Sacrificial lamb sometimes, dude. Yeah. I feel bad. I mean, it's just his shit's flat. We mm-hmm. were We were like five rows behind the dugout and when he went out and i like there were a couple where i could see the curveball yeah but just from being like four rows behind the dugout i couldn't tell the difference between his fastball or his slider or his cutter oh oh, lord that's not good flat yeah bummer he was flat as a surfboard (laughs) and so i mean look he's always he's gonna be that guy that comes in for long relief that's that's where he is but I think he's he might be toast. Yeah, he could be. Um, I'm not sure how many more outings that he has, and uh, his worst ones are he's coming done. at the end. He's done because mm-hmm. there's no more bullpen days. Mm-hmm. It is just boys going out and shoving. Yeah, shoving out there. We're getting it. Shove it. Shove, <laughs> shove it. Shovey, 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 shovey. Yeah. So I, I mean, we talked a little. We touched a little bit on the bullpen today uh, earlier. But overall, I was looking at the month. Um, 
Actually, I was looking since last week. This these don't include today's numbers, but there's a lot of zeros going up and down that ERA column. Again, this is not including today. Before today's incident, you had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pitchers mm-hmm. in your bullpen that didn't give up a earned run in a week. And they were looking good, too. It seemed like they came out there with an agenda to come after the batters, uh, not oh. walk. Yep. And even at times when they were you know, a bit you know, uh, having to deal with a bit of a mess on the base path, uh, they stepped up. And so yep. that was great. Fernando Cruz, great job. I mean, mm-hmm. the law firm, great job. Duarte, I think, had a, Duarte, a big outing. Yeah, no, zeros, dude. I mean, I, I, it, it, when people want to come after this bullpen and say this shit, it's, they just start, they couldn't be more wrong about saying that they are bad or poor or lackluster. They've carried us this far. If it wasn't for them having these types of performances, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Oh, 100%. And it's also, I think it's people like applying old knowledge they've had. Uh, this, is a, this is a new ball club. You know, so yeah, you maybe could have that criticisms about like previous Reds teams with the bullpen, but I mean, it doesn't apply here. Nope, not one bit. Um, for the month before today, the ERA is a 3.99 ERA in uh, a combined with everyone who pitched 85 and two thirds innings. Yeah, it's not perfect, but it's not bad. If you're under four, that's great. Yeah, that's a huge workload, you it's know, massive workload. And 75.5% of runners were left on base. That, that's awesome. That's great. It's not elite. It's not bad, though. It's good enough to get by. Yeah. And it sucks. Not, like It really does suck not having TJ Antone out there again with the tendonitis because he's your reliable back-end guy, and Lucas Sims hasn't pitched since New York um, since last weekend. And he had, he had he just pitched a third of an inning and has two walks. I haven't heard anything if he's hurt. Mm. But that's that's a little, it's, it's a little sketchy. Yeah, um, and I was just thinking about it too with the amount of injuries, especially like uh, thinking of like uh, some of the bigger starters. That's also something too that the bullpen has been putting on their backs as well. So they're making the other people, they're making the starting the starting pitching look better, and they're also making the offense look better yep. uh, with all this. Kind of like uh, linemen, so much, you know, like for football, like the unsung yep. heroes. It kind of seems what the bullpen is is especially uh, this one here with the Reds. Yep, as I always compare it to the expo in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So uh, offensively, we've had uh, we've had our bats. Hunter Renfro, man, am I bummed that didn't work out. Yeah, it seemed like it was going to be fun. I thought it was going to be like an additional, you know, jolt in the arm or something there, and it just it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah, he was just being too much of a patriot and had to grab his "Make America Great" hat again, again, and get the fuck out of the clubhouse. Yeah, a bunch of flags to salute. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to leave. Don't tread on me. Well, we DFA'd you. Take it. <laughs> it got too emotional around the seventh inning stretch when they <laughs> sang the national anthem. Ah. They're taking my job. No, you lost it on your own. <laughs> yeah, there was no one else, buddy. There was a lot of other people that, uh, you know, you just suck. You just you suck right you now. You just That's suck. All. That's all. But hey, man, you'll be fine. You'll find a home next year. Not a big deal. But it's just like, it's such a bummer. He slaughters at Great American Ballpark in a different uniform. Yeah, uh, it was a bummer. But whatever, just cutting cutting fat now <laughs> whatever i know i'm yeah, sorry I'm god so- who cares <laughs> it was such a terrible Fuck afternoon it, yeah billy podcast good <laughs> you wrote something <laughs> baseball shirt <laughs> fucking <Yeah>. whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay uh we covered ellie uh, Tyler Stevenson had a really hot start to the month, was looking mm-hmm. really good. And then this week, 091, 130, negative 49, rated runs created plus. He's putting the ball in the play, he's not striking out, but uh, just got to let you know, he's not what he once was. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he bounces back, but it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, he had that one uh, home run get robbed, one of two in that series oh. at the center field. He crushed it. Uh, but, yeah, he did have some uh, bad situations there with putting the ball into play, but getting out. But, yeah, dude, he was going hot, and all of a sudden, <laughs> fell off. So, mm-hmm. hopefully he gets it back together. Um, Nick Martini's revenge tour is over, I'd have to say. I think so. His bat is cool dramatically. We we all knew it was a flash in the pan. 
it was fun while it lasted. Mm-hmm. But um, and Joey is going to be Joey, and for the rest of this season, it's. I mean, that's there's just that's not a nicer way to put it. I think they are calculating the amount of hits he has left in his bat this year. <laughs> I, I just think that's what it is, and it's like, yeah, you know, forty year old. He, you got to figure out when to use him. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully, you know, he takes uh, this day off, comes back mm-hmm. out, and just finds it in him to just, like, put on a clinic. Just to, just to smoke one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like those things as a kid, the skip it, you put on your leg and you jumped over it. Oh, yeah. And had the counter. That's at the bottom of Joey's bat. Oh, yeah. He's got, let me just tie this. Oh, I got a handful more left here. How about here that? Ah, shake it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he did say some really cool, he, like, uh, friend of the program, C. Trent Rosecrans, asked Joey how he was feeling about, you know, his last potential homestand. And he mm-hmm. was just like, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just with a bunch of great guys, great teammates. And overall, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I'm good. What a great, sincere Joey Votto answer. God. Oh, that felt great. I watched that. It gave me a little bit of chills. He's just the best. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's kind of sad, but it's also very uh, sweet to kind of hear him talk about that and kind of make he, you know, bring it into the world a little bit more yeah just letting just letting everybody know where his head's at mm-hmm. yeah and he's just like i'm I'm competing i'm playing baseball i'm doing what i love mm-hmm. it's like i'm fine I'm, I'm i'm good yeah it was nice that's just like it's just a poetic like and a way to answer with his tone just i'm good man like yeah at peace with everything just love joey Votto. same uh and jonathan india we're glad he's at the top of the lineup. You're thrilled. Mm-hmm. But since being back, um, 129, 250, 323. Two homers, one of them very clutch in New York over the weekend. But, mm-hmm. oof. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was hoping putting him back at the, the top of the uh, the order there would uh, help, and it did for a minute. Hopefully, uh, we'll find him to be the captain again. Uh, mm-hmm. And, again, I still think, like, with him, it was more of – I go back and say, like, moving him from the start of the lineup to the three-hole was the start of the mental uh, situations that he was going through. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be an off, uh, you know, in the off-season situation for him to, to, you know, figure out what was going on with him this year. But, uh, yeah, dude, not doing it right no, now. No, he's not. But here's my thing, man. Like, I think that he he might just go off this week. I think so, too. I think that there's something in there that says, like, hey, man, it's the push. Uh, finally a part of this with these guys. Same thing with Dad. Just like, I'm a push. And I bet he has a good week. I think that there's something in there that says he has a good week. Yeah, I think we, we might still have the best baseball here ahead of us with some of these guys. Yeah. And there's a lot of good that happened. Will Benson is having a is having an excellent month. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, all of these stats are up until uh, game, the game ended yesterday, the Tuesday game. I didn't know. Just look at 308, 364, 641. Seen a lot of pitches, doing some great stuff, putting the ball in play. He was one of the two guys that had a home run uh, robbed in center field. Next at bat, crushed it into the stands. Smoked it. He was like, dude, you can't catch the ball if it's next to the smokestacks. Yeah, yeah. Hit it where they're not playing. That was a good idea. And yeah, he's had some clutch singles and stuff. His story arc is phenomenal for this year it's been so fun to watch him uh such a great thing to see happen so yeah i think he's got a lot more hits uh in his bat this year some clutch ones yeah he does yes he does and seeing the slugging go up to 641 Mm -hmm. i mean he's close to he's close to 650 which is i mean that's awesome for a guy that we were just like oh he just gets on he walks and then it's like his game takes that next step i i love the guy i'm just Mm -hmm. so happy again 16 games three homers six ribs 6.8 6.8 walks, walk percentage, 38.6 K, per, K percentage. But you know what? Don't be nitpicky. Look mm-hmm. at the other numbers that are really important, yeah. including 364. So um, following that up with TJ Friel's return to form. He's not having a great week, but he's having a good month. Mm-hmm. He's, he's looking good. Yeah. I'll say that. 308, 413, 615 in 18 games. He's got three homers. Ten runs, eight RBIs. Mm-hmm. He's got a couple triples too, something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just love seeing a, le- a lefty like him be able to turn on the ball. Yeah, it's so good. And the most bunt singles in the game with seventeen. Mm-hmm. I mean, how versatile? Can, how, how, else, how else can you pro- can you provide? 
I'm having a stroke. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. A lot of numbers. How else can stuff. you provide more? I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's carrying it. Uh, so it's awesome, man. It's great. And him in that two hole. Yeah, I really like it. Have him up towards the top. Even at the bottom, if in like a perfect situation, I think he's a good flip over from the nine. But up at the two, leading off, wherever you put TJ Friel, he's going to give you everything he has. He's an absolute gamer. He's the type of dude that everyone wants to have, you know, nine of him on the team. Yeah, just level swing. Dude, that's, he had a swing today in the ninth. It was just, it was a three two count inside and it was just level. And that thing popped up and it was what three feet from going out in right field mm. right field foul pole and it just looked like he was still just slapping through it's just the way that he he angles his bat and the way he hits it it it's it's been a joy to watch and i can't wait to see it in the playoffs yeah a joy to watch that's yeah. a great way to put it he really is fun to watch kind of like this uh throwback player level hack just gah. yeah like i watched a clip today of um honus wagner hitting yeah and i was like oh i could you know that's kind of a similar swing yeah. path to TJ Friel. Like, I see it. Mm-hmm. Again, Honus Wagner was 59 in this clip. True. TJ Friel, not 59. TJ Friel now with his uh, shorter hair, it kind of looks like he could be, like, stuck out of time a bit. Like, he could exist. He looks like he'd be, like, a Peaky Blinder, too. Give him a three-piece suit. I can see it. I can see it. I can see him cutting some throats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a great show. That was awesome, You know man. it's also great wherever you put him? Spencer Steer. Have him... Have yourself a week. Have yourself a month. This week, 389, 476, 833, 238 weighted runs created plus with a walk rate of 14.3%. With good God, it just gets more and more nuts. You can't stop this dude. He's just been a train. Him and Matt McClain. Two homers, four ribs, stolen base. Yeah, just doing it, man. And just so versatile. It, it doesn't matter. Similar to TJ Friel. It doesn't matter where you play him. No. doesn't matter where you put him in the lineup. He's going to be the same player. And that's awesome. Such a reliable uh, athlete. Dude, and for the, for the week, 395, 500, 388. Uh, four home runs. 10 RBIs on the month. What's really cool, 13.2% walk rate to a 21.1% K rate. So he's getting on. He's got power. He's walking and not striking out a ton. Yeah, he's just looking great. And anytime that he's had like a dip throughout the season, very minimal. Like when we're <laughs> contrasting him with like an Ellie De La Cruz in terms of like swing, so much different stuff components wise going on with an Ellie swing versus with a Spencer Steer. Very minimal in terms of the mechanics. And it's just awesome to see like yeah. this is, he's that type of player. Well, that's the difference between a college player, guy who went to college, played baseball, and a guy who is 21. And figuring it out, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's weird. It's very, it's its so wild to see just the comparison, just right one after another. Mm-hmm. But it's just, dude, I mean, even when you were talking about his valley, his lows would be like, oh, he's, he's hitting 240 this week. Yeah, just m- oh, minor. 250 over three weeks. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's just crazy, man. It's awesome. It, and it's awesome that he's the dude, him. And then the next guy, CES. Yeah. For the month. For the month. CES, 319, 347, 553. Three homers, five runs, seven RBIs. 4.1% walk rate, but 20.4% strikeout rate. He's got that number back down and under control. He seems a lot more confident. It seems like he's understanding himself a bit more up there, and I'm feeling a lot more confident when he comes up to the plate. Me too. Yeah. And when he hit that one, what was that? Mon- what was that, Monday? That just laser that mm. laser homer i mean he's he's coming in and it gets me even more excited to see what 2024 looks like with him full time at either third or first yeah that's gonna be a, a thrill oh god he it's just oh man and and jake fraley playing through this with his toe he's just getting on uh-huh he's getting some people over he's not getting them in but dude he is for the month. Bang. 294, 385, 412. There you go. All dudes just getting on base. Yeah. Trying man. to create situations to score runs. We don't have. I'm not just, just going to say. And it. he was part of that double steal, too. Yeah. He's stealing on a broken uh, middle toe. <laughs> middle toe. The one that stayed home. Correct. 
Got it. Mm. Yeah. So good for good on him. And I looked and I did a little bit of digging. Nick Senzel. Mm-hmm. Okay. I looked at his numbers like, man, he's having a good month. He's having a good week. And I was like, okay, let me dig a little deeper here. Versus lefties this year, okay, in 59 games, 117 plate appearances, 349, 393, 615 with an OPS of 1.008. That's wild. Right? I don't understand how we didn't, like, utilize that a bit more effectively. Well, he was hurt. Yeah. To start. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then we had to send him back down. Yeah. And we talked to her, like, we didn't think we'd ever see him back up. Yeah. We were real surprised at that. We thought that was a swan song for him. And then you dig, and it's like, when, when David said, oh, there's, we, don't have poten- we don't have potential to see a lot of lefties, so we might as well try and get him playing time. Well, that's because that's the only thing he does is hit lefties. Yeah. Righties, 170, 244, 266, OPS of 509. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> no, it's really bad. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, well, hopefully we can use him here for some lefties, maybe some situational stuff coming up and get us some wins, some crucial at-bats here. It's, it's just coming down these ABs, and hopefully we can exploit that with the <laughs> last few games we have. Yeah. Last guy we're going to talk about offensively. Okay. Novi Marte. Putting it together. Come on. How can you not be so excited? He's looking slick. He's looking slick, except for those raccoon eyes. Yeah, yeah. Getting drilled by Ellie. He's getting over it. That bridge of (laughs) his nose is starting to come back. (laughs) Yeah, it's coming in. Talk about not not paying attention. That should have been our telltale sign that he is just not locked in mentally. Yeah, just not there. But um, this week. (laughs) He's literally hurting our team. He's literally. (laughs) (laughs) He's throwing balls at our players' faces. Oh, God. (laughs) 500, 538, 500, five games, 13 plate appearances, two RBIs, 7.7% walk rate. Most interesting number here, 0.0% K rate. Awesome. For the month, 6.3 walk rate, 10.4 K rate. He's got a homer in 16 games. 409, 458, 523. He's squaring balls up, man. His swing is sensual. Oh, isn't it, dude? It's just, there's a crispness to the way he plays. So smooth. Mm-hmm. Just it, it, the smoothness in his hands with, with a bat in it, and then the glove, and the fact that he can play third and short, and the way that he is disciplined. Mm-hmm. He's so smart up there already. Mm-hmm. He's not chasing anything. He's always in complete control. It doesn't seem like he's missing the pitches that are left over the plate either. No. Like he's doing what, what he should be doing with them and is whistling up through the middle or, you know, turning on one if he can. So, I mean, that's that's really good to see. Yeah, he's not striking out. Mm-hmm. That's massive. Exactly. With as much potential, as much swing and miss potential this lineup has. He's it's it's awesome that the rook who's been in like 19 games is the one that's going up there and having the most discipline and the best vision. That feels good too, having that balance. God, it's so fucking nice. Mm. You have to put him in the lineup every day at this point. Uh, yeah, I absolutely. He needs to be in there. Needs to be in there. Um, injuries. Graham Ashcraft. Yay, your toe. Mm. It's fixed. See you next year. Guess there was like. Two injuries to that toe. I thought you said he had two toes in a toe. <laughs> I got two toes, one on the left and one on the right. I got an extra couple piggies. <laughs> They're all going to the market. I'm hungry. Mm, I'm selling them. <laughs> so um, Harrison Bader put on the 10-day with an oblique strain. Hopefully he comes back quickly. And when he does come back, he starts hitting. Because mm-hmm. he's so good in center. Yeah, man. It just seems like he's just waiting to like really bust out. And yeah, he does look pretty uh, swift out there. He looks, he looks clean. Like it just mm. looks. He's like hawk, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just, and it seems like he's just gliding over the blades of grass. He's even got like owl pellets. It's actually not like a mouth guard. It's just owl pellets he has up there. <laughs> his chews on. It's old like mouse bones. Yeah, it's so weird that his shoulders are facing the riverboat, but his head is facing home. Wild. It's crazy. He has great ocular vision. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, TJ Antone would love to have him back. He's got tendonitis in his elbow. He's just sore. I don't think he can be. I guess I read this a couple places. He cannot. Um, he can't pitch in the postseason lineup. Like he just can't. He's not eligible. He came back too late. He he, he isn't eligible for the postseason. Mm-hmm. He came back too late. Uh, what the? F- uh. yeah. mm. Bummer. But- yeah. The best news of the fucking day. September 26th. 
Matt McLean will be back playing for your Cincinnati Redlegs. Yeah, baby. Boy, have we missed him. We need that. He's we been out like really a, need it. He's been out like a month. It's crazy. He's been like someone like we're talking about him and Spencer here being like the most uh, you know consistent players that have you know arguably they both have a good you know uh, argument for being the MVP of the team. And he's just been out for so long now. Month. He has the se- he still has the second most RBIs. Oh my goodness. He's like uh, tied with him. fifty. I forget who he's tied with, but yeah. Oh man, uh, all these injuries, all this stuff is so critical right now that that's. Great, we're gonna get him to come back here for yeah. these last few games. Gotta be huge, and you just have slappers everywhere. Yeah, it's just so many slappers, just dudes, just getting on, and then you just keep slapping, stealing bases, get home. Like, if you can get to, the, if you can get to the dance, you can get to the party. I've got some promising statistics for you. Okay, let's look down this home stretch. Right, so right. this weekend, starting Friday, you got Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You've got the Pirates, mm-hmm. and then you're off Monday. Awesome. Tuesday, Wednesday, in Cleveland. Good, that's close. Off Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, at St. Louis. Here's the thing that gives me the most hope. Mm-hmm. The Reds. Home record, 37-41. and 41. The Reds' away record, 42-34. and 34. That's nice. Isn't that nice? They feel comfortable. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Kind of says, man, you've got teams that are under 500, and you're going away for five games. You win three or four, you're in a real good spot. Yeah, and we didn't uh, jump into the other teams that we're competing with here and their final lineups. Uh, but yeah, I do like playing the Pirates. I do like the relative closeness of where they're at, so not to be going over and jumping around, uh, you know, too many different, uh, you know, time zones there. And it's it's still on the table for them. And off days. Yes, that's huge. So, like when you look at this run here, uh, Cubs are playing the Pirates right now. What are we looking at here? Pirates seven, Cubs one. Yes. Let's go, baby. This could be this. This this could really help. That would help so much. Yes. Then they've got one more against the they've got one more against the Pirates tomorrow or today, whenever you watch or listen. Um, and then three at home against the Rockies off Monday. But then, dude, six in a row on the road. Three at Atlanta. Three at Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, the one thing that kind of gives me like a little concern is that Atlanta at this point. They got it. Yeah. Do you think they'll be playing as competitively? As they're they're going to skip Max Fried's next start. Mm-hmm. So that would put that would put him missing the Cubs. I don't think they're going to rest. You can't like rest Matt Olson. You can't rest all of those dudes. You don't want all that long. Yeah, you don't want to deviate from anything that kept you on, on this sort of wavelength. Yeah, and that's what scares me about the Braves going into the postseason. And just a little tease, why I'm not picking them to represent the National League in the World Series. Ooh. There you go, buddy. Nice tease. Thank you. Big old teasy boy. Uh, and then especially with the Brewers, who knows if the Cubs are in a position that the Brewers are like, oh, they caught up. Oh, we lost a bunch. Oh, this could be, this is meaningful. Who knows? Or the Brewers could be like, hey, this is meaningful. We could knock them out of the playoffs. Yeah, and it's uh, you know interleague, not interleague play, but interdivisional play. There, they're going to want to you know, yeah, compete. And then uh, Marlins. Right now, we're watching this the series finale of the Fish and Mets. Then they got three at home against the Brewers, and then they've got a day off. Three at the Mets, then three at Pittsburgh. Hmm. Pittsburgh would love to play spoiler. They would. They'd love it. They'd love to do it. Same with the Mets. They're like, in our division, we're not letting these fish get to the playoffs. Are you kidding me? Yeah, their luck's got to run out, too. I mean, they've been playing great ball, but, man, they've just been putting on. I've just been stunned. Me, too. I mean, they've got so much great young pitching. I'm just surprised they're scoring runs, especially with, uh, especially now that Jake Berger's out. Yeah. Um, how are they looking? What's the score there? 6-2 Mets. Okay. okay. And then you got the Snakes. Now, the Snakes... This is, I think this is the most interesting stretch, okay? So they took two at home against the Giants, basically eliminating the Giants. They're off tomorrow. 
And then they've got three at New York against the Yankees. And then three at the White Sox. Day off on that Thursday. Then they come back to play the Houston Astros for three at home. The Astros are playing for something. That's awesome. So that gives them incentive to get out there two out of three. Yeah, they could definitely uh, be swept by the Astros. And yep. if it is still this close, if the Reds go on a run and say win two out of three from you know the next handful, you know the, the remainder uh, of uh, the series that they're playing, yeah, that that's plenty of a lane. They're what they would be uh, one game back, right? There would be one big game back if the Cubs lose, the Snakes, uh, and the Cubs lose, and the Fish lose. Mm-hmm. Okay, well they Fish lose, we're tied again. Mm-hmm. Cubs lose. One back, right? One back. Math is hard. It's a lot. You, you got to take everything into consideration Ooh, here. It's buddy. a lot of moving pieces. Yeah. So they need to win most of those games. If they can sweep one of the series and then win two out of three. If they can sweep the, the guards, mm-hmm. two out of three from Pirates, two out of three. F- fuck, it's close. But the good news is that we hold tiebreakers over all those other teams. Yes, that is a critical thing that could be coming into play here. But, yeah, they need to just win all the games possible. They, win you, everything you I, can. I know. It's just like it makes, it, it makes the math so much easier. If yeah. I can just like put wins in the Reds column right here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to look at this. I, I would much rather watch the Reds just dominate from here on out. Uh, as opposed to keep looking back up at scoreboards and stuff like that. But it's fun. This yeah. is so fun. Win and get in. Absolutely. Just keep winning. Hopefully other teams around you keep losing. It's only one game. True. Potentially. At the time of this recording, unless something chaotic happens, one game. That still puts you at a real good spot. You're right there. Right there. You're right in the doormat. And again, it's September 20th, and we're talking about the Reds. Going to the playoffs. This is crazy. This is so much fun. It just just thinking That's, back about uh, the first podcast we did to start off the yeah. season and just how we're just going over how we would you know anticipate the season to unfold. I mean, could you imagine no. scoreboard watching right now? No, eight games left in the season. No, I thought we'd be making promotional schedules for next year. <laughs> yeah, just like stupid <laughs> shit, which we will do. Yeah. <laughs> Doing more like chili luges and bars, <laughs> trying to pimp ourselves out. That which I'm fine for. That was still good. So good. That was awesome. Yeah, I was thinking that we would have to be really good at the pitch clock drinking game. Oh which yeah, the Reds got good, and we didn't have to worry about it. So fortunate that that did not become a thing. We still Thank might God. have to try it, but the pitch clock did not really ever come that much into play, yep. and the Reds were more entertaining than the pitch clock. And hey, buddy, I'm just saying. Yeah. Friday night playoff game. Hmm. We could do it. We really could. We could do it. So let's round third and head for home, shall we? What do you got to mm. plug, bud? Uh, some of the stuff I've been talking about. Uh, Comet, if you're going to be in Cincinnati uh, this Saturday, I will be. There were some other funny comics. Uh, I will also be at Binsky's Bar yeah. on the 29th. Then I will be in Noblesville at uh, the Brick Room. And then I'll also be, if you're in St. Louis, coming up, uh, Flyer Fest. Check that out. November yep. 9th through the 11th. I'll be there with a, a ton of other comics. Uh, go check it out. It's going to be so much fun. Hey. And what do I have to plug? Uh, we're going to be at the Reds game on Sunday. If you come up and you say, hey, man, I like the pod, and there was some guy who did that this week and just scurried on by, you should know the rule by now. I buy you a beer. Yeah. And you just, whoosh, end of the night. I'm like, oh, what? thank you, but hey, I got to buy you a beer. <laughs> so if you're there and you recognize us and you tap us on one of us on the shoulder on Sunday... I will stand up and gladly buy you a beer. Uh, if you recognize me, I'll ask if you want a beer, but then I'll just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'll get you a beer, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's do this uh, the rundown. Again, thank you to Sports Drink for hosting the audio of this podcast. We appreciate it. And can, great job on winning time, Andrew. I heard your line. You did a really good job. You looked like a little bitch out there. It was great. <laughs> um, and then uh, in the clutch... All caps, new nasty boys, ten percent off, and uh, yeah, and thanks for thanks for doing it. Anytime. Know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, let's do a little uh, more playoff push here, Reds. Playoff push. Let's get it. And thank you for watching, listening, however you decide to ingest our brain fodder of baseball. Thank you so much. <laughs> and as always, go Red Legs. Go Red Legs. <laughs>